0: Drop the needle, Big Mike. I don't. There's not really a needle. Oh, I'm sorry. Drop, drop that sick beat. Does Izzy know we're recording? Because he's
1: just
0: he's doing. No, those... I was
2: I was doing like the um what's that I don't know, game show intro? Like I was just, Jeopardy. You know. Yeah. See, I was doing Jeopardy. Yeah, you oh, do it much we're better. We're copyright on that now. Yeah, but anyway, I was doing that, thinking that you would just take it from there and do the thing.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I
0: missed that, but I, I mean, I can just go if Yeah, yeah, just you just lay it on us. I don't, but I, don't, I expect I expect you to have a thing this time. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, That's no, right. getting out of it last like last time that was lame.
1: Yeah, I don't need you shitting all over me. So, uh...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe. I've said too much. The reclaimed audio cover band of internet radio. My name is Mike. Uh, And I will be your host this evening as we travel through the cover band-ish podcasting thingy that we do. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends Joel Crawford of the go Yourself yourself Woodshop and Izzy Swan, of all things, IzzySwan.com. I, nice use of the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> that is was, was good. So, speaking of reclaimed audio, so I, I have a question. Because, um, I don't know, math doesn't work well for me sometimes. So, they have twice the listeners and are half as good. So I'm trying to figure the math they on that. They
0: can't possibly have twice the amount of listeners. They're, they're they seem to times, have twice the listeners. They're three times older
2: than we are, guys. They've done 150 podcasts. We've done 50. So by the time uh, we get there. Yeah. yeah, but they've only got loots. Like, that's it. Well, loots is, <laughs> is there. heavy is
0: there. Uh, no, no. I, I, is a heavy hitter. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of like, I, I think it's like, I think it's like soaps. Like, you're just drawn into that dramatic train wreck. Is that what it is? I think so. I
2: don't know. They got Lutz. He's a heavy hitter. He hugs a lot of people. It's even it's, you
1: know, Oh, Oh, he's, he's got that sweet, sweet $5 interview. <laughs> so,
0: so, where are you at, Izzy?
2: <laughs> Izzy's not in South Carolina yet. No, no, no I, he's not <laughs> sitting in a metal building right next to my uh, big CNC trying to finish up a job.
0: Can we get I you to to, <laughs> to to record outside where you can <laughs> get some more tension on that string?
1: <clears throat> yeah, see, the funny part is, is like that is he's recording uh, the website we're on. will record uh, him locally. So he'll you know, no one will hear that this is a train wreck on on his end. So they'll just they'll just hear the, you know. Sweet yeah. and glistening. they don't hear what we're hearing right now so
2: yeah but, uh, right, let's hope so let's hope so oh man! yeah
0: whatever you just said is probably awesome i really wish let's i was hearing it Hope <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yes let's hope so all right so uh mike what you been doing uh i've been up to a lot
1: um this last week so in my uh my full-time employment um we on monday Transition to a whole new set of systems um from what we were using so everything that we did in the office basically went away um right and came back um so we, we we essentially got rid of all the systems we were on replaced them with something else and monday
0: was implementation day oh i'm sure that went just completely smooth and nothing eventful happened at all well it it could have been tragically worse um than it was
1: but um it ended up it ended up working out actually pretty well from a tech side but there is you know there are always people involved and then the uh, the people side of Damn things people. got a little bit weird so um so yeah and then we're yeah. just transitioning and i the so the i'm actually familiar with the systems we transition to um because they are, you know we we've used them in the past and i actually used to administer um you know, one of them for another company I work for. So I'm, you know, I I know them well, so there's nothing really for me to kind of learn, but the folks that work there don't. So I was sort of the go-to guy and then a bunch of the other managers were out. So I was sort of the only one in the office and it was just a, it was a lot (laughs) this last week, even not going to work on Wednesday. It was still, it was a, the last week has been
0: a lot. Yeah. Yeah. it's, 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 It's always a weird transition. Did we lose Izzy? Is he here? Izzy? He? Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> can you just edit his voice in a little bit? I can. All right. Maybe uh, maybe we'll have him like jump out and come back in. Yeah, uh, just do that. Yeah, I'll so tell, tell you, know. while you, while you do, while you do that, uh, just uh, pay attention to what I'm saying half-heartedly, and I'll tell you about my week. And it all oh, starts. I, I'll, I'll listen. I mean, I just, you know, I oh. want everybody to know that
1: Izzy, Izzy, in fact, is gone. Um, so if you don't hear him talking, he's he's getting ready to reconnect. And uh, he's moving his Wi-Fi hotspot. <laughs> 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 Which makes the fact that he's not here right now
0: maybe the funniest thing in the world. You know, it's actually... It's, uh, hey, we're I not editing s-
1: any part of this out, by the no, way. This is I,
0: all I right feel now. sorry for him because because where he's at in the foothills of Canada... Uh, I, there's a good chance that if he moves outdoors somewhere to get a better Wi-Fi signal, um, that he's going to be eaten by a bear. And that's, that's just something that if he's prepared it on to podcast, take. the podcast though. Think about what that'll do for our ratings. Oh God, that'd be amazing. Mm. Yeah. No,
1: I, I, I'd be okay with that. Um, cause I'm not a good person. So, I mean, you know,
0: I'm, I'm fine with, you know, hearing, Izzy eaten eating alive? So that'd be, that'd be, I, I hope it just, it's not like super quick, you know, that there's some tension to build up. Like, like you hear him just like running for a second, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, (laughs) like guys, there's a goddamn bear over here, you know? It's I, so I, big. <laughs> I just punched him. Oh my God. He's on top of me. You know, just like the, right, the whole. Exactly.
0: We need a play by play. And I'm really hoping he gives me like a running commentary the whole time it's happening too. Yeah, other I don't, I don't think that's going to happen tonight, unfortunately, but
1: we can, we can always hope. Well, the funny part is I see him scrambling right now. Like he's got, like he's jerking, uh, you know, extension cords off the wall. <laughs> he's like
0: <laughs> moving
1: this whole thing to some other random corner of the building where there's less uranium underneath them or, you
0: know, whatever's going on up there. So it's right. Right. So my week has been, uh, uh, relatively uneventful. We, we did, uh, we've been, we've been gearing up more and more for Christmas. I know that sounds insane, but it's, um, uh, it's how we do what we do to make sure that you know. Because let's say if I have five orders this week, um, I'll get five hundred the the second week of December. So it's it's that big of a difference. So it's a uh, we, we we work now to make sure that we have our sanity come come that month. But mm-hmm. um, but we're getting the we're getting the cabin set up where we've been doing. Um, insulation and wiring and all that all of it's done i i went to home depot and found a remnant of carpet to put down in it and uh, building that out and actually that'll be where i'm recording from i i made myself a little sound studio in there to get even more you know dark sultry tones (laughs) and so um so the next time we do the podcast actually i should be in there Uh, it will be home to my office. I currently, my office is in the house and I'm finding that I'm slightly distracted in the world when Mm -hmm. I am at the house. There's, you know, wife, kids, you know, things are happening that aren't work related and frankly, sometimes a lot more fun. Like I, I blew off, you know, Thursday by going swimming so yeah, I have seen a lot of social media posts from you about the pool. So yeah, well, it's it's Georgia. It's, what else are you going to do? It's, it's right there. It's right there. Like you walk out the back door, two steps, and you're in the drink. So it's you know you have to watch how much alcohol you consume, but other than that, it's a it's a perfect uh, it's a perfect. When you, say benefit. Watch, you mean yeah. you physically with your eyeballs? You're watching as you, don't you don't consume to, it. You or? don't want to miss your mouth. That'd be no, it's yeah. just a disappointment all around. But yeah, no the the everything the, you know, it's summertime so everything's a hot sweaty, you know, you know, swamp ass kind of mess. And uh and it's been particularly humid. Um not so much with the heat, it's not like 105, but every day is like 92 with like 70 plus percent humidity. So it's just it things smell a little bit around here to be honest with you. <laughs> it's just there's the whole world has swamp ass right now.
1: Well, it's kind of funny that you talk about, you know, do, wor- you're working for Christmas um, because you know, last year you, you you were balls to the wall from like, you know, was September to the end of the year. Right. Um, you know, and you didn't go. And, and what makes it even more ironic is one of our uh, buddies, Mark, um, posted something from um, – it was one of those feel-good kind of, video- kind of videos, and the guy had talked about um, – I think his name's Les Brown or something like that, but he talked about uh, – you know, the, the, the Chinese, they plant this bamboo tree and it grows like 90 feet in like, you know, 16 weeks or something like I'm
0: that. I'm familiar with that particular bamboo.
1: Yeah. But you have to plant it, but it takes five years before it grows. So you plant this, you plant this frigging seed, apparently. I don't know anything about this. I'm just going off the video I heard. So I'm, cause I'm too lazy to actually write research. Um, so you plant this, this seed. And then you water it and you nurture it and you do all this stuff for five years. All you're doing is you're just playing with dirt, basically. Nothing's happening before that, right? And then <clears throat> the you know, all of a sudden you wake up and there's a goddamn bamboo farm in your backyard that, you know, is a couple stories tall. Um, you know, and it just and, and you've been you've been nurturing and watering and kind of doing this whole thing. You know, for what seems like absolutely no returns, and then all of a sudden you're just like, "Holy shit! Where'd all this bamboo come from?" You know, now you get to harvest that for whatever it's worth. But I don't know what the you know what the Chinese originally used that for. But um, it's it's ironic it's that I just thought of that while you're, which is basically just, what you're doing is you're, right. you're 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 You just
0: described my business plan.
1: Yeah, you're so. essentially just sitting there nurturing and kind of building, but there's not any real results or returns for that. You're just doing it to, you know, because it has to be done. But you know, you're when you get to that point, you're going to really be happy that you did. Yeah, <clears throat>
0: I imagine that's actually wait,
1: wait. how... he? Is he came back? Izzy, Are you here?
0: <laughs> hey, I'm here. <laughs> oh my god, oh. son! Oh. <laughs> you survived the bear attack.
2: I did. I also moved out of the metal building. I'm sitting in the car again.
0: Ah, well, no better acoustics <laughs> than the car. We've we've now forced Izzy into a small feminine car.
2: Yes. I, I'm sitting in a full size. I feel Dodge a
0: little Caravan. proud by that. I'm sitting in a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> uh, well, again, it's a, about a, it is a large feminine car. <laughs>
1: well, since you weren't here, Izzy, the thing that we were talking about, um, we actually had said that uh <laughs> you know, we were thinking that you would be dragging records sure really- off the wall. And then, you know, you were going outside and, and uh, we were kind of hoping you'd get eaten by a bear live on the podcast and then we could record that. But it would only really be beneficial if you put up a really good fight and did a commentary and play by play the whole time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much you'd have to do like, oh my God, it's faster than I thought, you know, and <laughs> and this chord is only so long guys. Uh, and we would be urging you not to disconnect. Mm hmm right yeah,
1: exactly that
0: so, right yeah you know posterity okay. sure oh busy work with nope, us here sorry, sorry to point, i apologize for that fantastic
2: Instead, well listen
1: i don't want you to think that we were playing you know we were hoping that you would die and our you know in our version of the story you win and you stand victorious over the bear but
2: um that, yeah, would, be, more that would be that would be my version of the story too, if it so.
0: <laughs> Well good, good. Because it'd be honestly, we'd have to do at least three shows in like memorial. It would be it would be a little pain to be honest so, hey, with you.
1: Real quick, I'm gonna hit stop on this recording and start another room just in case, because Izzy's not tracking on this thing. So I wanna right. make sure that we're not missing any part of this. So I'm gonna stop this real quick.
0: All right. So I was I was talking about uh my week and yes. uh and so the the only thing i can say is and i don't think i mentioned this on the podcast but i do have kind of a funny story for everybody except me which is did i tell you about <laughs> the watermelon in my truck mm, yes i feel yes, like i've I heard this yeah well it's think, we're still I working think on you it. this on the podcast it's very possible because it's it's very it's it should, <gasps> you should be Jesus. cautious about the type of fruit that you bring to your vehicles,
1: okay what
0: I'm saying. Like I, I'm just saying that uh, I. It's now been about a month, and there's still the lingering <laughs> smell of refuse. In, it still, It still smells like watermelon. It does. Food.
2: It you does. <laughs> so
1: uh, now, I mean, we didn't really get into it before. Like watermelon. But I mean, I know that. So you got to refrigerate watermelon after you cut it, right? But like, what what made you think like the truck is the place I could just leave this indefinitely? <laughs> really?
0: Uh, it was a it was a combination. You should of, not be
1: surprised when I'm being a dick. This is not news
0: at this yeah. point. It this is, Mike, this would be, a, be a we're gonna we're gonna let's say it's a monument to my laziness and uh, thoughts after the fact. So. So this was, uh, we were, we were having a thing, the thing got canceled because it was pouring down rain. And I just didn't like, I was going to get it out of the truck that day, throw it in the refrigerator. It's kind of, you know, it's a watermelon. I don't want to take up the whole refrigerator for, for the (laughs) three or four days I had it before the party.
1: <laughs> and Sorry, uh, I just imagine using your truck like a crock pot, like you know, like that's pretty much how I think it happened. Like you just like sometimes you just throw like a you know you throw a slab of meat in the crock pot and just leave it in case you're hungry and like net tomorrow like you just left the watermelon in the car like Man, I'll get to it you know I, I don't really want it right now but I might want it eventually so that's, yeah.
0: uh so anyway so that's the that's the watermelon who knew, who knew Mother Nature had pressurized those delicious oh, damn things it was it was just a it was a bad situation It it's gotten better over time but there's still oh. like when i sell this truck there's gonna, somebody's, be, gonna, somebody's gonna be what like stuff? what is that why is it what is why does it smell like detroit you'd be like <laughs> uh dude did you leave a shit in the center console <laughs> and you're gonna be like
1: no rind
0: <laughs> how much taco bell did you eat in this truck I'll knock two grand off. You just buy it today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you feel like calling one of those companies that does like, uh, like cleanups after like, like homicide scenes. Two grand buys a lot of Febreze. You know, just, just keep, you keep, keep, keep doing it. it. Oh, dear Lord. I know. I know. It's terrible. God. By the way, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give a word of uh, wisdom to anybody, uh, that has animals uh i don't have animals don't have animals first off second of all if you do have animals because your wife makes you uh there is a chemical called Precor. i this is just oh, yeah. just i i sprayed the house today because we do it about every three months in summer and it's a it's a growth inhibitor igr it's it's nearly benign they stick it in wells people drink out of the wells because they don't want mosquitoes building up but what it does is it gets in the way of the reproduction cycle so if your dogs do come in with fleas those fleas exist for their lifespan of like three or five days i don't know how many days it is Uh, but when they do their millions of little flea babies those can't develop into adults and start wreaking havoc so i i have found bad results from the pills that you give dogs for the flea stuff they work but you know they cause seizures and things like that so this is it's just but a good you, summertime you really those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i should i shouldn't take those myself <laughs> but uh but yeah so anyway it's they're cheap it's a little one ounce bottle you mix it water you spray the house down you, you drink it whatever you need to do and that's it's it's not really a pesticide like you're used to it's it's just a good
1: yeah see my dog is like a little princess so he only goes outside to pee and take oh, a smash get, and then he comes running back in he'll so.
0: he'll get that damn flea on him she'll be pregnant you no, no. have like fleas like for three weeks you'll no. be like why the hell doesn't are my happen. legs so itchy
1: nope doesn't happen hasn't happened <laughs> i don't know why it doesn't happen it just doesn't happen
0: <laughs> well so. you're uh, you know what maybe also i think the area living in kind of the mid-south area here, fleas have always been a, a bit of a problem for people.
1: I'm like three hours from you, but no, I will see. I, I, the other thing too, is that I pay somebody a lot of money to make sure that there's nothing living nothing. in my, yeah. What are you, it's funny I, I don't know. I, whatever it is, I don't have cancer yet, so they can keep doing it. Right. But yeah, they have, Um, I used to spray this stuff that uh, when I first moved down here, they, they had this, I don't remember the name of the chemical, but uh there was a, you get it from like this there's a place around the corner from me they sell like horse feed and all this other stuff and it's it's like the black market of farmers you know what i mean i guess <laughs> like, so you go in there and just, you know they just got all this nonsense that you know they, these real tough chemicals that you know you use in industrial applications a in feed the, and seed store so, hey but it's not like that it's a lot dingier like it feels like it feels like if you buy like deer corn, the guy's going to hand it to you through a, through an overcoat, right? Like it just, it's not, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have a store feel to it. It's exactly what you want from a dingy sort of, you know, Southern kind of place. And um, somebody told me you got to go over there if you have, cause I was having cricket problems and uh, you know, you, we used to live on a uh, one floor uh, one floor house and the outside wall, apparently where we slept was where all the crickets of in basically North Carolina stayed and played harmonies together. So um, I was telling a buddy of mine, I was like, yeah, I got to kill every cricket ever. And he's like, Oh, you got to go get this stuff from so-and-so. And I was like, all right. So I drove over there and the guy gave me these, this, he's like, all right, this is pellets. He goes, mix it in water and then spray it and that should be it. And I was like, all right, so like what's the break? He goes, just, you know, a cup of this and I, you know, five gallons of water will kill everything. And I'm like, okay. So me being an asshole, I put like four cups of this stuff in <laughs> a gallon of water, mixed it up and sprayed it. And we were standing outside and a buddy of mine was over and there weren't even bugs flying around the lights like, in my house. <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. I was like, oh my God, I killed everything. <laughs> this is in <laughs> no crickets for a long time, but uh, I'm pretty sure that I probably debilitated some form of ecology by doing that. So I just wanted to come to whole, and apologize. a whole class
0: of animals, animals that no longer exist.
1: Yeah, this is like yeah. When I watch those uh, commercials on TV for um, you know the the snow lion or whatever the hell the snow leopard that's going out, I'm like, yeah, I'd probably did
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's summertime around here. it's just it's it's just tough. This has been a I think a slightly tougher year. I know a lot of people are having heat issues. I know a number of our friends have had like their AC go out. Um, just at the worst possible time, and the only other summertime advice I can tell you is: before summer hits, figure out what capacitor your outside AC unit uses. And I posted this in our our group, and uh, it, it's just one of those things where you get they're they're six to fourteen dollars. And you will, you will be a god to your family if you go out there and be like, oh, yeah, I just uh, I happen to have a capacitor on hand and I changed it out because it's just it's one. It's like there's three wires going into it, maybe four. And you just plug them back. in. I have a brother in law that does HVAC. I just call him up.
1: Hey, right. homie, like, come hook like, it up, baby. Like
0: they that's the that's the like the best call for them. They show up, they go, oh, well, you have a capacitor out. It'll be one hundred and eighty nine dollars. The part was eight dollars you know, we charge 180 bucks for the service call, you know,
1: and that's, well, it's funny. I just had this conversation because your air conditioning never goes out at an opportune time, right? It goes out. It's like your gas grill. Like you never run out of gas when you're not grilling. You know what I mean? Like it just, that's not a thing. Like you, you run out of gas when you need gas, it's your air conditioner. You run out of air conditioning when you need air conditioning, you know? So it's like, yeah, you got to kind of be prepared for that stuff. In the, uh, and when it, it, I mean, last week here it was 102 103 all week you know your air conditioner craps out in uh you know 103 you get sweat in places you didn't know you had skin you know and it it doesn't go away and uh you know getting that fixed becomes a priority we need to have another
2: conversation i'm moving
1: down there tomorrow (laughs) yeah you know why because you live in
2: Friggin' Michigan, dude. Seventy five degrees here
0: yesterday. It was beautiful. I um, those those two Yes, those two weeks are wonderful, Izzy. <laughs> <sighs> oh. yeah. I would wrestle a cobra every day in India before I lived in Michigan. That's the problem. And, and <laughs> having grown up in in Wisconsin, it's everybody's like everybody's like Wisconsin. I'm like, yeah, but the summer is amazing. And what you finally realize is that it's some sort of weird drug that lasts because it's like like you go through these nine months of winter, and you go, oh sweet, I get temperate, you know, climate uh you know for about a month on the plus side and a month on and then summertime there's actually some heat and you can use the beautiful the reason why the ponds are so crystal clear is nothing can actually grow there and because it's so cold in the winter time and it's it's just you're like oh this is amazing so you get your drug fix for the year and then then finally once you get older that's why everybody moves down to florida everybody's like oh i can't do this anymore you're like but the summers are amazing they're like yeah but the summers are a week and a half <sighs> well
1: and i just i just got back from upstate new york i took a trip up there and that's a one like in, in north carolina it's i mean first of all when you move to north carolina the, facebook has really kind of made this uh, sort of more pronounced but um when you live in new york you can't be surprised when it's snowing in the wintertime. And at the same time, when you live in the North Carolina, you can't be surprised when it's hot in summer. That's just kind of the way that right. works, right? So, um, but when I went back up to New York, it, we were at 75 degrees. But one of the things that I, I never really paid that much attention to, even in all the trips I've made kind of back up there, is the ground here is, you know, it's clay. So the dirt is like orangish kind of. And, you know, the trees and everything, they're everything's kind of on the same color spectrum for the most part, right? So everything's got sort of an orange hue. And when you're sweating into your eyes in the summertime, it doesn't really matter what color it is because, you know, you can't really pay attention anyway. But when I was up in New York, the dirt up there is like a really dark brown, almost like a black color. And the contrast between like the ground and the trees and the sky and everything is very stark. And it looks amazing. Like it just looks more welcoming up there, but (laughs) then it gets covered with, 14 inches of snow, and you can't see all that shit. So it's, you know, that's, and that's why I don't live there anymore. But, <laughs> well, that and the crippling economy and, and you know, a host oh, of other things. God. But, I bought a
2: podcast with two so, big babies. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> no, no, dude. I Listen, hey, I no, live, actually, my, my read, ancestors
2: read. came over from two Ireland,
1: big right? They got on a boat one day. <laughs> No, they, my, my ancestors came over here from Ireland. Like they, I did the DNA test. I, I can actually see the guy who left. He, I'm not talking he, he about Northern Ireland. I'm I don't know, not I'm, talking um, about
2: your ancestors. I'm talking about you. No, no, wait, it,
1: this, this is, I'm just going to tell you this. So he was like, you know what? This place sucks. I'm out. <laughs> he got on a boat. It took him six weeks to cross the Atlantic and get to, and then he ended up in Connecticut and he was like, Whew, weather here's great. So yeah. So I was, uh, you know, when I, when I got a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of sideways weather, or you know, things that are just a little bit off kilter. That DNA part just kicks in, where it's like, sucks here,
0: I'm out. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> it's again, it's it's. it's I just, don't. I have. You have in. the whole class of friends that are on Facebook, are like, man, I can't wait to get to the beach in summer. And I'm thinking, you know, being in the armpit of the South, I'm thinking, why in hell would you go to somewhere actually hotter? Where things stick, like I, the idea of going to the beach is repulsive to me, and I know that drives people crazy, and my wife in particular. Uh, but, but the idea of actually being somewhere where the sun is even more brutal, and and there are things that eat you and sting you in in the water, it's honestly. I told my wife, I said, "This is the reason why I bought a pole. This I I don't want to go to the beach anymore." <laughs> well,
1: and, and I can. I can step like so I have a pool in my community, so I can step in water in about five minutes. Um I can put my feet on a lake in about twenty minutes. I can put my, my feet in a lake in about in, in three different lakes in about twenty minutes. Um and I can be in the ocean in three hours. So it's it's not that big a deal to me. But like when I lived in upstate New York, getting to the ocean was like you weren't even really sure how to do it. <laughs> it's east. It's east Eventually, it's east, but yeah, there's just not a lot of roads that go that way. You know, you're gonna end up in because you you end up like down by Manhattan or sort of you know southern New York, and the the water there is just putrid. <laughs> yeah, it's like go swimming in the East River. Like you, the cure for AIDS is in that water. Somebody's gonna find or the it, you know, origin so of AIDS.
0: Either one. Something. So I so so far this so, podcast well, has been consistent of Izzy's poor connections and us complaining about the weather. How old are we? <laughs> Who cares? I was thinking that very big.
1: And we just spent a whole episode uh, last last week bitching about oh, the right. radio. Thing. Right. Next, week,
2: next week, y'all will be talking about the glory days way back when. <laughs> way back when.
1: Well, Izzy, what have you been up to besides hanging out in the area uh, of the shittiest internet connections that, that exist on the planet? Uh, just, there are guys in Istanbul with faster connections than you have, yeah. and it, that's, that says a lot.
2: Yeah, well, you know. Um, there's a trade-off for being in probably one of the most beautiful places in the country. So, oh, uh, yeah. When do you go there? I'm here. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I mean, when did, I'm here, tell me when you're. Tell me when that trek begins. Uh, it's been a great. It's been a great week. I mean, it's been so much fun. We I took the kids, uh, JJ and uh, Lou, my young ones, my four and two year old, out on the boat for their first time. We did that um, Tuesday. Took them out on a pontoon and cruised around Torch Lake. Um, you know, talk about gorgeous, you know, uh, just blue, blue water, you know, five shades of blue and just wonderful time. Went swimming for the first time in probably 10 years because there aren't anything that sting you and there are no sharks in that water and it doesn't smell like rotting <laughs> crustaceans. So it's, um, it was fun. It was good. We had a good time then and then um, took the kids fireworks and They've basically been swimming in lakes every single day since we've been up here. Uh, Friday, I had some I had some sign work to do, so the the sign the material for the sign finally showed up Friday, and I've been basically my head's been buried in the shop since then. So we can get back on the road. I'm hoping to take off here uh, Monday morning for uh, for Greenville and get the house unpacked and all hooked up, and then you guys are gonna love this um, Wednesday between ten and eleven. <laughs> i'm gonna have real internet 400 uh what is it 400 down and 100 up
0: good so, times yeah i'm ex- i'm actually excited about that, that sir make, you know, are you are you done sorry? with your sign work
2: no no i still got another 12 hours to go
0: huh so yeah that's a thing
2: yeah and that's you know i i don't know what i've got eight hours of cutting um at least eight hours of cutting probably closer to 10 and then um I got, you know cleaning everything up and um just prepping all of the stuff signage stuff to go for, to the next stage so i'll be done tomorrow late tomorrow night and then I'll be leaving first thing monday morning for greenville
0: sounds exciting
2: yeah and then uh i'm actually pretty excited because you know i mean everybody knows i haven't been done a lot in youtube in the last six months and i started you know Lies. I started getting back into it a little bit. And then I realized that I, my timing was a little off because we had this, you know, basically big move, moving the two houses, moving part of a shop and, um, you know, all condensing into one house in Greenville. And um, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to stop right here for a couple of weeks, get this handled. I got, the, I got two new shops. I've got a, a, a 500 square foot garage and then I've got a 1200 square foot a shop out, out back of the house that so I'm going to kind of do both of them up in kind of two different little things, you know, and then, um, so I have a lot of content coming out and a lot, you know, talking a lot about probably going to start with a small shop, get that set up and then do a really bang up job on the big shop. And I might even do a whole series on, you know, how to set up a shop and, you know, um, tool positioning material workflow and all just do the whole thing, you know, I think it' awesome. will be a fun, um,
1: so sorry. I want to ask yeah. you a
2: semi personal question. You can ask me anything you want.
1: Well, yeah, but we're on the air this time. Uh, like I said, <laughs> but, anything you want. Um, I might not
2: answer, but you're welcome to ask. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um so do you like doing YouTube still? Do I? I love I've always yes. loved YouTube. I love doing YouTube. I hate making videos. I always have hated making videos. Um you know, I I don't know what, you know, I know a lot of guys really enjoy the video making process. For me, that's like, I don't know, getting my teeth pulled. But I do it because I want to share, you know, and there's, for me, that's really the best way to Mm -hmm. do it is, you know, to make videos. What's your favorite media outlet currently? Uh, Instagram. Is it Instagram? Because you seem to be most of Instagram, because it's it's almost painless. You know, I'm going to snap a picture or take a quick little video on the phone and Bob's your uncle, it's up.
1: Wait, is it is it because the rewards are a lot more instant that way? Is it the interaction is better?
2: Is No, less there's, trolls, less, there's less interaction on, on Instagram there? than there is on YouTube. I mean, you get way, way more comments really? on YouTube and way more comments on Facebook than you do on Instagram. Yeah, way more. Are the comments on YouTube useful? Some are. Some, you know, I mean, anywhere you go, you're going to have the good and the bad. That's just part of it. Um, you know, I've been in the construction field my whole life, so I'm pretty thick-skinned. I don't really, you know, I don't take... I don't, nothing bothers me too much you know if i don't like something i just delete it i don't bother with it so um there's a lot of you know that being said there's a lot of really positive feedback and there's a lot of um community based kind of conversation in the comment sections on youtube i wish more people would read comments because they really go. there's some really good conversations that happen over there um you know and that also on top of that um the more content I put out, the less and less time I have to answer comments because, you know, it's just a lot of comments. Um, but, uh, you know, it's. I,
1: so, I mean, as far as your YouTube channel goes, like, what are you. Um, what ultimately do you want it to turn into? Nothing. Like, is it. I mean, as far as you know how much you upload and like I mean is it, is it something you want to get on a regular schedule with or you just want to be able to have it to upload ideas when it come <laughs> yeah to you?
2: yeah there's let's just say there's some really cool stuff happening and right now in the back in the back burners of what's happening, you know um that's gonna handle a lot of that issues that I hate for me. I'm not really mm-hmm. I, you know i I'm kind of holding on to that um I will say we're launching a new website uh next week and it is freaking awesome. <laughs> You know, um, we've got a whole bunch of new stuff happening with that, with Toolmasters, with the website, with the community, and really creating this really community-based place um, with the website. And I'm super excited about that, including um, a forum, you know, where people can ask questions. Um, you know, we've got, I mean, you'll see, there's a ton of amazing stuff happening there. And then, um, I am working something out with, uh, video wise to put, cause you know, if you're going to compete on YouTube or be on YouTube, there are certain things. I mean, if you, unless all you're doing is making a video here and there for fun, that's awesome. Put it out there, share it with your friends. That's really cool. When you get to a certain point, um, especially with what I have, I really enjoy the YouTube experience aside from the video side of it. Um, I, I like, I like sharing content. I like the, you know, the motivation to create. Um, there's also, and anybody that tells you otherwise is lying to you. There's a bit of ego involved with it. And anybody that's putting videos out there, you know, uh, getting, you know, getting that feedback is definitely, uh, motivating to do more and more. And, um, I love that part of it. I like, um, I like sharing ideas with people. I like the experimentation of sharing ideas, you know, little experiments on things. Um, And, you know, I've been doing this, I'm a fifth generation craftsman who's been doing this his whole life. So there's a ton of knowledge and and fun there to be shared. And um, it really, right now, YouTube's the best outlet for it. There's some other places that seem to be, you know, there seems to be some things happening in the background and other platforms that may work out. And if they do, great, I'll definitely be there. But for now, it's YouTube. So I like sharing i like making
1: yeah i I just had i had questions
2: if you if you asked me if i if i liked youtube the answer is definitely yes if you asked me about if i like making videos i would say hell no so
0: Hmm. um so if if you i know a number of youtubers have employed editors to help streamline things yeah is that something you've ever considered
2: I am working on that now.
1: Okay. It it actually sounds like he just admitted to that being a possibility. Yes, yeah,
0: I did. I th- I I think if you know, it's some of the things that allow me to concentrate on my business are things that I offload to other people. Now, d- not editing obviously because I'm not in content creation. But it would make sense that if you're a content creator you're going to have a lot to do on the front side of things like a making the videos b responding to people being interactive in what you do that may leave you less time to do the things that are the backbone, like editing and, and uploading and filling out all the various forms for tags and things like that. I could see where a person like that, that's, that's good at it enjoys that kind of work and maybe doesn't want to be in front of a camera. Would be a very useful addition. Mm-hmm. I could have used an editor last week in my job, right? Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I go, God damn it! This fucking shit. Yeah. You know, somebody just be like, "Um, you guys are doing a great right. job." <laughs> I think Mike just blew up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No. I. Yeah. It's funny because I I actually had to have a meeting with everybody. I was like, "Hey guys," because you know after the. The first day of implement implementation did not go well. We'll just say that. It, it wasn't insurmountable, but did not go well. Um, and uh, I actually had a meeting with the guys the next day. I was like, look, just I just want to talk real quick about professionalism. And I was like, if, if you're going to slam on your desks and start cursing wildly and all that, I said, D- don't do that here. And I live with four women, and they don't do that. Like, <laughs> that's... I got to come to work to have grown ass men blow up around me when I have you know I, I live with I live with teenagers that don't have tantrums the way you guys do so um, let's not do that and then like the next day I had to stop myself having the tantrum <laughs> I had to go walk outside before I smashed my desk into a thousand pieces <laughs> and like, started screaming at the top of my lungs I would have been the employee so, yeah, like
0: just... like the underling that would have been like uh, listen Mike do you have a few seconds I think we should talk. And like, just, just say the exact same speech back to you in the, in the heat of it too. I I would have been that guy. Well, and again, you may forget that, you know, these guys that i
1: work with, I've worked with for years. So it's like, I, you know, I know their kids. I know they're, you know, we know everything about it. What two of them, I have keys to their house. Like, um, so yeah, I mean, this is, these are, these are very good friends of mine. So, you know, some of them just kind of roll their eyes and laugh and they're like, yeah, dude, I heard you screaming into the (laughs) phone the other day. (laughs) Like, i'm like yeah but i was fixing something for you so so that makes um, it better but yeah so it doesn't right. but it's you know right i'm just looking for a way to justify and make
0: an excuse actually for that's it, a so. that's a pretty good topic what do you do when things aren't working like what is your like i i i throw a fit like a goddamn right. child Barely. and then i
1: get my well it, you know it's funny because it, so the other day um my my middle daughter um last friday so it would have been a you know a little over a week from when when we're recording this and probably a little bit longer than that from when it actually releases but so she was letting the dog out and her hand slipped on her we have a sliding glass door in the back and her hand slipped on the handle and her middle finger got caught in between the door and the plastic ridge ah. that you know the door closes into and it ripped half her fingernail clean Ouch. off um, which apparently is the worst pain you can experience as a human being <laughs> Except when you have to go to the emergency room and have to take the rest of it oh. off, so which is what we spent. We spent four hours doing last Friday. So, um, and then she had a. Uh, you know, she was just she had to be cared for Saturday, basically, and most of Sunday. So, we we essentially just kept her medicated the whole time. But one of the things that um, my wife said about me while I was, you know, she's like, you don't really, you don't get upset you know, you, you kind of consistent and, you know, just, I mean, it was kind of an observation that she'd made a few days afterward. And she was just like, she was sort of thinking back on it because they had to give her shots in her hand every like 30 minutes to try and to numb the pain and the shots hurt like crazy. So she just crying. And, you know, it was just, its it the most miserable experience you could possibly imagine. Your little baby's just sitting there bawling her eyes out and there isn't anything you can do. And this process has to happen. Like there is no other way. This is the way and the way sucks in every way you could imagine. And it's just heartbreaking. And it's, you know, but I'm just like, I have a job, right? My job as the father is to be, I'm the stone, right? I, my job is to be calm, to tell everybody, everything's going to be okay. Make sure the people who are crying have a shoulder to cry on, um, to not lose my shit. Like that's, that's my job. Right. So in, in, you know, my wife completely panicked because you know because you know she doesn't handle stuff like that well and my middle daughter is just you know she's she's in and out of stroke basically um you know and i finally get to the point with the doctor i'm like look if this doesn't work i'm gonna need another doctor like because i don't know what's going on here. uh <laughs> you know but even that i'm trying to be calm like because my original reaction was to pick her up and jackknife power bomber the parking lot and be like if you stick another goddamn needle in my daughter i'm gonna break you in half but you know i was just. I finally told her, I was like, look, we've, this is like the third shot in her finger. Like if this, I'm going to need another doctor to come in and look at this. If you don't figure this out. And she was like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, I'm past. Sorry. I'm four hours into this. Now we, this works this time or somebody else is coming. And, uh, but that's just, there is no, doesn't work. Like I just assume the responsibility of, Hey, here's, you know, here's my job in this situation. My job is to stay calm, be the guy who knows what's going on. And, you know, when people look at you and go, what are we doing? Like, you got to be the guy that knows what we're doing. Right. Right. And that's, that's sort of, um, you know, and, 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 and that's basically what it was is I was, I, I just, I can't be the guy that just freaks out and flips his desk over. And cause everybody's looking if they see me do that, they're gonna be like, Oh shit, what are we in here for? You
0: know I'm mean? like? What's going on right now? So, i think we i think all three of us probably share the same i think given the positions yeah. well, well you i think have given to. the positions that we find ourselves in whether by accident or by plan um you know small business owner you know manager of finance and content creator with you know business experience, like at a certain point you know izzy talked about losing a shit but he knew exactly when he lost his shit like there wasn't like like there's a it's, I don't know if it's a, if it's, I don't want to call it growing up, but there's a certain mental stability you have to have to be successful. And part of that is like, you're going to get hit. You're everything in this world is not going to go your way. You're going to take the shots. You're going to get hit in the stomach. You're going to get hit in the head. Those things all happen. And they oftentimes are one, two punches, you know, Oh,
1: it's like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get hit. Right.
0: <laughs> right. And it's, I think, <laughs> it goes out I the think window. the things that you see oftentimes are people that handle those situations well, and people who don't like there's, there's uh there's a, the, it, it just, oh,
1: it, just for the record, I, I don't always handle situations well. I mean, that, I know that's my job and responsibility, but that is not my, right. <laughs> that is not the way it always plays right. out. It just plays out that way more than it doesn't, so I get to take credit. I'm going to have yeah, to look there's, back there's at plenty of times
0: at the the cops <laughs> cops episode in Charlotte PD, where you are in your wife beater and lose your shit.
1: <laughs> no, I go I go full shirtless. You go
0: full shirtless.
2: There's no You're wife beater.
0: Yeah, I I don't know what it is, but that show everybody nobody wore shirts. So I
2: got to tell you guys something. We're talking about this. This is pretty funny. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, From the caravan. No, today we're sitting, um, and uh, Danielle and um, the two kids and I were sitting around the table at the office having lunch, and JJ grabbed this stick. It's a stick they used to prop the window open, and he's playing with it. I mean, you know, don't play with that. It's not safe. Bring it here. So he drops it, walks away into the other room, and I kind of have a thing with my kids. If I tell them to do something, they're going to do it. So I walked into the other room, not, not forcefully, gently grabbed his hand, walked him over to the stick, made him pick up the stick. Then I went over and sat down, and I said, okay, now bring me the stick. He walked straight over to his mom and hands it to her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, that, wow. that man's crazy. <laughs> that, that man could have reached down, and grabbed the stick at any time, but he dragged me back. So,
2: yeah, it was just like, normally in that situation, I would make him, I'd take the stick, put it back on the ground like walk him over there make him pick it up and bring it to me and just basically do it until he brought me the stick um i didn't because i I I was just (laughs) too busy lapping my rear end off. but um you know it's 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 always those situations where you know you guys are you talking about um holding it together it's like you know i don't know But, from simple, well, thank you for that. No, no, right, right. I'm, I'm getting there. Shut up. Um, from simple things like you know, your kids not listening to, you know, your kids getting hurt, or you know, to employment, or the, you know, the world falling apart. Um, there, it's, I don't know. It's there. There's that thing inside you that you know you feel that anger swell up, or frustration, or whatever it happens to be. Um, but I think as you the more practiced you are with it the easier it becomes the easier it gets to handle and being a father mike you get you get a lot of practice
0: are you are you easy are you a better father now that you're older oh hell yes i was terrible i mean i i don't think i was the world's best dad at 26 as i am now at 40 you know like like the like like there's like i have a lot more patience than I did then, um, which is good because my daughter, who is who is eighteen, it, was just a good kid. She's always been a good kid, and she you know generally followed rules and she didn't backtalk and you know all those things. she was a, just a good kid. Now my son, on the other hand, is a bit of a hellion, and I don't I don't think I don't think one of us wasn't going to come out alive out of that. one if I was 25, 28, whenever that was back when. <laughs> But I, I um,
1: By the way, just, just an interjection here, it's not that you're more patient. It's just you're more lazy. You think so? The older you get, the less energy you have for this shit. I mean,
2: it's basically, well, I mean, it really is, like, I just don't have the energy. Like, you know, it, it's, just, it's too much. I, a lot of it has to do, and I meet, you know, I meet all the time. I meet young adults that are in their 20s who are very good at handling this kind of stuff. But the thing is, they had really good examples growing up. You know, they had, or maybe their, maybe their mom and dad had a lot of experience with it and were really good about handling it. I, on the other hand, did not. I mean, my dad would fly off. The, he was the youngest of eight, you know. Um, he was very, pretty much just a selfish guy, you know, and he would fly off the handle at just about anything. I mean, I spent more time under a belt than I did out, you know, not under a belt. And uh, so I, that's, that's the example I had growing up. So when I was a young adult, I was pretty angry. You know, and I, I mean, I thought that's how you handled things. You just punch it in the face. Um, it took me quite a while and a lot of heartache and screw ups to figure out that's not how you handle it. So, um, but I think that's just part of, you know, the process. And we were talking about, you know, you're, you're the, you're the guy that people count on. Well, as you get older and, um, hopefully wiser, you know, you start figuring that out and you figure out how to handle those situations better. Um, but as a young man, man, whew, whew, I was hell on wheels.
0: You know, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I really can. I think, I honestly, I know you say it's it's not as much patience as laziness, but there are things that I I look at now and I go, you know, maybe things that annoy me. Maybe I wouldn't have. Maybe hell, maybe this laziness. I'm not sure, but there are things now that, that I'm a little bit more patient with, as far as you know, development and boys maybe aren't as quick as girls are in the earlier stages. Um, and it's, it's just, it's fun and challenging because he's a thick head like his father. And sometimes we butt heads, even though he's, you know, seven, eight years old. And, and it's a, it's a fun time. It is definitely something I'm glad I'm older now uh, then I would have been, had he been my firstborn because I, th- I think I th- honestly, I think there are times I think I would have been like, nope you know what? I'm not meant to be a dad. This doesn't work out for anybody. I don't know what you people were thinking. And I got to go <laughs> because it's just, it's just sometimes, sometimes the in, in here's, an, I'll tell you one of those things that I, I constantly am amazed with, uh, my two children have two vastly different personalities. And I, Mike, I'm assuming, and Izzy, I'm assuming all your children have different personalities. And oh, yeah. at a certain point, the 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 common I always laugh at is when people say, you know what? You know, when, when there's that thing on the local television news and you see like uh, two kids arrested for, you know, beating mailboxes or vandalism or whatever. It'd be like, you know, if these people had good parents, they wouldn't blah, blah, blah and maybe that's true maybe it's not but the fact is at a certain point the little people they get their own personalities like like you can get them as close as you can to to what you're molding them into be but eventually they go they take a left and they go one way or another and hopefully you've instilled them some values that you think are important um but 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 it's always like the very first comment with the most likes is always like, it's always the mom or it's always the father or it's those boys should have had better parents or whatever, you know? And I'm like, you know what, when they're 17, eight years, 18 years old, they got their own brain now. Like there's, there's not much you can do to, to, to change that.
2: Yeah. I, you know, that's, you know, I mean, we are a product of our environment in some extent you know to some extent we are a product of our environment we we learn certain things we learn certain behaviors because of the people that we are around and when you're a 2 year old you don't get to make those choices you know so that you do some of that but there are some people that are just broken i've seen some very good people come from very bad parents and i've seen some very bad people come from very good parents so that's just part yeah. of it
0: you know yeah it's like like there's there's if you again if you have a single sentence that explains a very complicated problem you're automatically wrong like there's nothing in this world that that's that's complicated like a human personality or something like that or world problems or socioeconomic issues where somebody spouts out a thing saying you know if blah 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 if we just you know do this then everything will be fine and you're like yeah that sounds really good and that's useful for the news people to put in their little you know four second blurb about the topic but it has nothing to do with reality and i think parenting is a lot like that too i that's why i I try very hard never give parenting advice because none of us are professionals there's not one damn professional parent ever ever i disagree why i give parenting advice do
1: you i i actually do it without embarrassment well, first of all, for a couple of reasons. One, I've been in I've been in psychiatry for half my life. Make so, like, no, no, no. But uh, gives me an understanding. Um, but uh, I also have raised three really good kids, um, and I didn't do that by myself. It, it took a village. But, uh, but yeah, I have no problem giving parenting advice. Uh, but the thing with advice is that it's I'm just making suggestions. You know, it's ba- I'm basically throwing stones in a lake waiting for the water to go up. You know, I'm just making suggestions. Uh, Hey, here's what worked for me. And you know, for some people I see how they talk to their children. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't use words around your kids until you learn how to do it better. Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with giving people advice. Um, not because I know it all just because it's a different perspective. So it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of having a high level overview. I mean, how many times have you been in the middle of some real awful horseshit. where just like the you know everything seems like it's the worst it can be and somebody from outside goes no no dude this is you know blah blah blah," and you're just like oh yeah i didn't think about that because i couldn't see it because i'm you know i have this narrow focus on the one thing that makes me want to kill everybody you know what i mean so it's like different perspective i'm fine with giving advice um i'm fine with you not taking it if I tell you, hey, blah blah blah, and you go, oh, you're a dickhead. Don't ever talk to me again. I'm like, oh, I'm fine with that too. Like, it didn't, <laughs> sorry, it didn't work out. Just here's the thing I saw happening. Maybe, uh, maybe not.
0: You know. So, but I find it tough because, yeah. it, because households, because family structures are so vastly different. Now, I, I, I promise you, if I ever said a disparaging word towards my mother. I could do a lot of stupid things as a, as a child and as a young adult in those teenage years and nothing would get me uh, bounced across the room by my father faster than back talking my mom. So when, when I hear kids like, like you can go, you know, climb a tree mom or whatever profanity they're using. Wow. That's right. That's strong. Yeah, strong, 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 words. Strong right. words. <laughs> uh, and I, I look at that and I, I hear kids back talking like that. Like my first instinct is like to grab them by the belt and lead them to the nearest location to beat their ass. Um, but I I just like, that was just not a thing in my ha- Like never could there be a disparaging word. Like we could fuss and like I could sit there for two hours not doing my homework or whatever. But when my mom was fed up about like, doing these things like my dad like it was it was like wrestlemania like like she wasn't real happy that my dad was going to be involved because it always got awfully mean awfully quick and uh but but that was the rule you could you could you could fart around for a certain period of time but if it ever you know like if i had i ever even i don't think i ever even thought about telling my mom to shut up like like if i said shut up to my mom there's a good chance i wouldn't be alive today like that was just like, there was, there was that line in the sand and there could be some annoyances and things like that, uh, with my dad, but, but to, to, to kind of beat up on mom at all was like, like you just, it's, you could hear him coming. Like he'd be watching TV, like, like different strokes would be on and, and you, you hear him just like pounding down the hallway to the kitchen you know because he's you know he's keeping that ear out and uh you know those those are just things that that in my house like i hold those kind of traditions like like john victoria they don't they don't talk that way to, to Margo. And it's just, uh, it's just a th- like, that's a, that's maybe there are other things that I've heard kids like have on these like really frank discussions, like adult discussions of like disagreements and and tempers and things with parents. And I'm like, man, I would be dead. Well, the, the this is the, the thing I teach my kids is that I don't know shit.
1: Like, I, I don't know anything that you're not going to learn in your lifetime. I just have more experience doing it. So you're not, you're not really working off knowledge or working off experience here. Well, experience is you know what I mean? Like it's not, which I mean, th- th- and listen, there's a lot to be said for that because experience, you know, teaches you all kinds of things. But I mean, my experience can only teach me what my experience teaches. Like there, there's a whole set of blinders in my life that, you know, I don't understand. I mean, I just, cause I'm, I can only see things through my eyes. You know what I mean? Like it's, if I give you an opinion and you know, that's my opinion actually funny when people go, "Well, that's just your opinion." It's like, "Well, yeah, who, who else's opinion would I be giving you?" Like, this <laughs> of course, it's my opinion. Um,
0: but maybe you should tell. That's the, just that uh, inspirational story about the tree that you it has to be watered for five years.
1: Yeah. Hey, here's Joel's opinion, by the way, on uh, on sobbing. Be like, uh, "Why would you tell me Joel's opinion?" Because you're an asshole, and you're gonna go, well, "That's just your opinion." So I'll give you somebody else. <laughs> I'll give you somebody else. Um, yeah, Izzy, you did, or you didn't. You weren't around for that story, were you? No, I didn't. I didn't hear about your work story
2: or the the tree story.
1: You were, Well, I'll tell the tree story again because I might have been editing it out in the previous <laughs> uh, 10 minutes. But uh, no, so Joel was talking about how he's currently working on stuff for the, um, for his, uh, what do you call it? the uh, Christmas, right? So he's, you know, he's doing Christmas work right now. And then Mark O'Keefe had posted something online about the, um, there's this guy, Les Brown. He, he talks about this Japanese bamboo tree that grows to be, you know, a couple stories tall but you have to plant it, water it and nurture it for like five years before it grows. So, you know, there's these people that they, they plant the seeds, they sit there and they water it. They, they take care of it. They nurture the ground. They do, you know, they fertilize it. They do all this stuff for absolutely no reward whatsoever. And then, you know, five years later, this goddamn tree grows like, you know, 90 feet in like 16 weeks, some ridiculous thing like that. So it's, um, So there's, you know, you're basically, you're spending all this time and energy for what seems like absolutely no results. You're investing in, you know, processes and time and sort of all these things that don't actually reap any rewards, at least as far as you can see, you know, and then one day all of a sudden you're like, boom, you know, this thing shows up that it actually kind of goes to, um, I had a thing on, um, a thought occurred to me not that long ago. I posted something on Facebook, but it was like you know, when somebody, if you come to me and you ask me to do something for you, right? So, and you ask me to, you want to buy my services of some kind. So if, if you want me to build you something or whatever, and you think that I do that very quickly and that because I do it very quickly, my time isn't worth, you know, what your perception of that time is worth. You're not paying attention to the amount of time I've spent, you know, building those skills all the times I failed at doing that thing that I had to figure out how to do it right. You know, you, you'd not, you're not really looking at the time I've invested in, in doing it wrong. You know, you, you're, you're only seeing how quickly I can do it right. But you're, you know, there's no, there's no thought process into how much time I've, I've invested in, you know, the tools, the training, the techniques, the, you know, screwing things up, the amount of projects I've built that went into the fire, the amount of, you know, times I've been flat on my ass because I guessed wrong, you know, just, just all these things, you know, you just go, Oh, he does it really quickly, you know? And, and that's really kind of along the same lines is, you know, I've been, I've been nurturing this seed for years, you know, and now you're just seeing this giant ass bamboo tree. Um, you know, but you're not paying attention to the investment. It's like, I spent the entire day today working on this serving tray for a friend of mine who needed a, um, a bridal gift and it took me, you know, the better part of the day to do it and, and I'm, you know, working. And, and the best part is I
0: get to finish it in lacquer, which gets you
1: high as balls. So,
0: um, is, well, you know, there's, there's, that old, boy, there's that old uh, parable, I think story. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly. So the, so this, this uh, cruise line, is is trying to get the ship out of out of dry dock but they're having problems with the engine they've called in everybody and uh and they can't they they just nobody can get this engine to turn over and so they've spent all this money on it all this time they're, they're they they have one last hope they call a guy retired he, he just consults for companies he comes in he takes out a stethoscope He listens to the various things on the engine and he hits one very specific thing with a small brass hammer and the engine just magically cranks up. Mm -hmm. And so he hands him a bill. It's $10,003. And the guy said, that's, that's, that's insane. He says, we're not paying it. He says, can you send that bill itemized? He said, sure. $3 for the hammer, $10,000 for my knowledge of where to hit yeah right so that's it's just an it's an old i don't know it's an old i guess parable is is the right thing to to call it would it, would it be an adage, adage or, or a par- a, whatever it is May, I, I, so so it's just a it's a it's a funny like that knowledge that wisdom of of where to hit is uh, is is something that that i don't know if it makes you smarter but it certainly makes you wiser uh and certainly it, it allows you to be in positions where you can make better decisions. And that's, I think that's across the board. And, and maybe that's, maybe when I say patience, maybe it's, I'm just making better decisions on what fights I should make for, you know, as being a parent. Um, well, you, you just understand that the expenditure of energy doesn't, right. doesn't always
1: give results. Right. You I mean, that that's really what it like. You know, so if you've been in a relationship for a long time with somebody, right, you know that, okay, if we have this conversation, like my wife and I've been together since 1993, there's conversations that we've had so many goddamn times that we just don't have to have them again. Like if she's pissed off about something we're fighting, like I don't even have to respond because I've had every iteration of this goddamn scenario, you know, play out before us, um, I don't have to have this conversation. I know where this ends. I know how we end up. I know every possible situation that is going to come of this conversation. So I don't have to invest the energy in it. I already know how this plays out. I know how it ends. Right. So, and and I'm already, in my mind, I'm already past the end point into where this hadn't happened at all, because that's eventually what happens. Right. And that's, that's basically where you get to, you know, the older you get, it's like, you know, when you're young, you get really pissed off about things because you just haven't seen what happens in that scenario. Like you haven't seen what happens right. in that situation where, you know, you're like, uh, well, I say this and you say that. And this you know, And but when you're older, you're like, oh, I've seen this before. Like we, we both are dicks and then we apologize. And, you know, let's just get to that part now because who the hell wants to go through all that? Because I've seen how this ends. You know, it's like that's really all. It, and that's, like I said, the thing I tell my kids is, you know, you're not I'm not smarter than you. Because smart is sort of a, you know, the, 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 you can figure these things out. It's just, I've already played the game through to the end. So, you know, I've got all the spoilers. You know what I mean? I, you know, I can, it's like when I take you to go see uh, the new Avengers movie, I already know how it ends. Right. right? So like, you know, I, I've got that, I've got that in my back pocket. I don't have to worry about that. You know, all that's basically just, you know, where I'm at as far as the. You know, when I tell them, hey, here's what you need to do. I, I know how this story goes. You know, like my daughter, she's got my my oldest daughter, she's uh she's got a boyfriend. They've had, you know, they've been going back and forth. They I think they're probably together just under a year now. And, you know, she gets really pissed off about things that I laugh at and I'm like, I and she I'm like, honey, look, here's what's gonna happen. And she's like, How do you know? I'm like, because I've done this a thousand times. Like this is I've been I'm, you know, I've, I've been in relationships longer than you. I just know how this goes. I'm Like, here's what you're going to have. He's going to do this. You're going to do that. This is where we are going to end up. And then this is all going to be over with. So just get to that part now. <laughs> and, you know, and she's just like, oh and I'm like, I get it. Like, I know what you guys are doing. This is, I've seen this before. I've been there. I've been on his side. I've been on your side. I've, I've been, I know five different outcomes to this. They all end up in the same place. Just get there. Like, let's, you know, just move on. And she's like, and she thinks I'm a you know, wizard because I'm i like, I'm, I just know this stuff. I've been here. Like, it just makes sense to me. I've seen this road before. Yeah. You got a left turn coming up, a right turn, and a stop sign, and then you're going
2: through. Like, that's, you know, she's like, Ugh. I'm like, there you go. You're good. It's kind of funny that you're talking like that because I talked to a lot, a lot of my clients I deal with that way. Um, you know, it's just because, they, you know, you have, to, you have to educate them a lot. And, you know, we, we were talking about that earlier about the gentleman who said, you know, um, 10,000 for his experience. Um, but you, you have to go through a lot of times when you're dealing with, well, it depends on the, on the, you know, the level of the, the job, I suppose. Um, most of the time I deal with, you know, company owners and and professionals. So you can, you can approach them differently than if you were approaching a homeowner or, you know, someone you're trying to sell a a chair or something to. Or a
1: 17 year old girl. Right. (laughs)
2: i a year old girl, but I'm saying, you know, it's like I, I have this sign job, you know, that I'm doing right now. Like, the, the owner is, um, you know, he's a multi-multi-millionaire, owns many businesses all over the country. He has one of the biggest internet uh, sites for his genre out there in the world. Clown porn? And he was uh, <laughs> midget porn. Please tell me midget it's clown porn. Porn. Um No. Is there a difference? And he was, you know, he was complaining because he tra- he's getting uh, seven new signs, um, technically eight new signs for some, you know, businesses in three different states. And he, he, you know, he called me up and he says, these sign companies are crazy. You know much you know, I mean, he's looking at a 45, $50,000 bill, which really is, is not unreasonable from if you understand what he's asking for. And you're like, I'll do it for 39, bitches. No, not at all. <laughs> Quite a bit less than that, but because I can. Mm. I farmed everything out. I was like, well, this is what we can do. I said, I can do all the difficult CNC work. I can get everything shaped and ready. And you can have your guys at this, you know, at this uh, shop do this, this, and this. I said, and then, it's only, then you're only looking at about 12, 15 grand. And um, so I sold him on it, but he was still kind of, you know, Griping about my part. Well, you're just going to sit there on a CNC and cut all these parts. Why am I paying you that much? I said, How many people do you know that have CNCs that can do this? (laughs) Right. And I I said, An average. And then, you know, and on top of that, it's you have to think about the process of it. It's not just, you know, it's not just here. I'm going to drop a piece of plywood on a CNC and cut it out. You're cutting out sign material. It's a much slower process. There's certain things that you have to do in order to protected. And then once it's done cutting, it has to be cleaned up. And there's a, there's a whole, you know, you have to design all the, you have to write all the files. You have to test the files. You have to buy all the bits. You have to clean up the mess. You have all the excess you have to get rid of afterwards. I mean, it's not just, I'm going to drop a piece of material here and push a button and magic happens. So anyway, so I, you know, m- <clears throat> my, my explanation to him was in you know, it. Cause he said, I, I got this sign done for $4,000. I said, that sign has 12 parts. <laughs> It has 12 pieces on it. We are cutting out 346 pieces for you. Yeah. And I mean, like that light went on. I said, let's just skip all this stuff. I said, you know, and just get it done. I said, you're not going to get it any cheaper anywhere, any other, any other way. And that was, you know, once you say that, that's, you know, and he knows it. So that was the end of the discussion. But, um, you know, sometimes you have to take a minute to, educate your clients and sometimes because you will get clients that'll just keep coming at you you know just trying to get the price down and you just have to say look i've been here before this is what's going to happen we're gonna have this big long discussion i'm going to explain to you why it costs this much and why you're not going to get this price anywhere else and then you're going to take the job anyway we're just going to skip all that you're going to trust me because you came to me you know my reputation and this is what the bill is and you're going to get a great product." And that, that, that works in a lot of situations, especially if you're with a hard sell, who's, you know, dealing with, um, dealing with marketing guys and sales guys can be people who are in that world can be a kind of a pain, especially when they're all about saving a buck. You know, they can, they can just keep I mean, coming at you, me, keep coming at you, keep coming. at You You just got to shut them down.
1: For me, it's even better than that. Cause I don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? Like. <Hey. laughs> If you come to me and say, "Hey, I want to blah blah blah," and I'm like, "Uh, uh seven million dollars?" I'm like, "Jesus, that's kind of high." I'm like, ah, "Yeah, it's uh, but I mean, right? Know, I don't have to do it. Like, I have a, I got shit to do. I, have, I was gonna sit on my couch and scratch my balls for the next six hours. So you're cutting into that time, and that time is valuable to me. So seven million bucks sounds about right. right. Let me just uh, now, I, now me, I'm in the situation where, um, you know, I, I, I. I I'm a very generous man and good looking and all that stuff. But, oh, uh, so I, you know, if somebody comes to me and they say, hey, you ha- don't give me that hey, shit. Like you me. haven't seen me just Izzy, true, You know, I'm just goddamn gorgeous up. and you shut your mouth. But so, but the thing is, is like, I, I, if you ask me to make something, if I have the time to do it and I don't have anything else going on, I'll just make it. There's not going to be money exchange. There's just going to be, Hey, here's your thing. like, And, and uh, if you can come to me with a situation or, you know, a scenario or something that you want me to look at or build that I haven't done before, it might be fun for me. That's the best thing to bring to me because I want to do that just to do it. Like I'm, I'm all in on doing it just because I want the knowledge and the, the experience of, of doing it, you know, so if, you know. But, yeah, if you if you come to me and you're like, hey, I need blah, 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 and, you know, you want a price, like, uh, the price is going to be high. Because for, I don't do this shit for a living, so I don't have to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, that's, and it, and, and honestly, there's dudes out there that do it a thousand times better than me. You just happen to stop here because you, this is the only outlet that you have because you don't have access location, to Etsy, apparently.
2: location. That. Well, yeah, yeah, and I mean, you—I don't know. There's that difference. There's a huge difference, but when you're dealing with client, oh, well,
1: there's a huge yeah, difference. Between between you when and I mean, when you're
2: dealing with clientels and stuff, and especially because
1: I'm much better in, looking
2: in the background of things. On top of what <laughs> all this other stuff I'm doing, I'm also trying to start a mechanical sign company. As I'm calling it mechanical signs or some a sign company that makes signs that are, you know they move they have gears and
0: god that would be things. awesome they used to do that with like cigarettes that blew smoke and like yeah, revolving sign all sorts of stuff
2: yeah it's something we've lost and it's something i want to bring back and i'm not talking about i think that awesome the walmart scene do i have before. to edit
1: this out of the podcast this isn't something that you're trying to do on the download, is it because this no, is, they, can, this... yeah, they,
2: they can hear it you know if okay. they if they have the fun, all right, just sure. somebody before somebody has oh, the
1: financing tools Sometimes you forget that we're recording. I just want to be <laughs> I mean, sure.
2: If they somebody else does it, I'll just do it better. That's all. So no big. That's mess. that's the okay. way to do it. I just don't want. We so I've got re- um,
1: uh, a Joe goes, guys. I need a woman to death last night and hit her body in the swamp. You're
0: like, uh, hey, dude, we hit record. Like we don't we don't talk about that on the air. Um, <laughs> I want to say before we get off topic because that's an awesome topic. Uh, I have <laughs> yeah hookers hookers, hookers in the swamp. <laughs> <Okay>. um, the <laughs> So in my general view, whether you are for or against the raising of of minimum wages and things, I always my only argument, and it's not for or against, I don't I'm not telling you what my opinion is on this. I'm simply saying, oh, be no, no, that. I'm simply saying that <laughs> if if nobody should stay at minimum wage, like that should not be your goal. Like that should be an entry thing, so that you gain the knowledge from that particular job, so you can move to the next job.
2: Some um, of you, are right? I'm going to disagree with
0: you on this one. What? Some of you? Are no, I'm, I'm, I, am I, know I, I, I'm a, I, I. You can disagree, and I, and I will appreciate the opinion. But I, I would tell you that minimum wage is there because that is the lowest entry level position, and your whole job is to get out of it. Like, that's it. Like, nobody should aspire to be a fry cook at Mr. Wank's, you know, Burger Shack. Like, what? But,
1: but if you do, you'd be the best goddamn fry cook Best but there. There are
2: people
0: out there that
2: would love being a fry cook at Mr. Blink's. Uh, Wank's. And if you do, well, wait, Wank's, Blink's. If you love means. it, if it's something that you love and it's what you want to do, then find a way to do it.
0: I would means, love though. to make origami. And I think it would be an awesome job to sit down at a small card table and make origami. (laughs) But you know what? I don't think the market's there to support that. So a fry cook. You
2: know, there are lots of free cardboard boxes. And I'm sure you can, (laughs) you know, figure out something for a pillow and a blanket. Go ahead, buddy. Do it.
0: Right. Right. But the the problem is, at a certain point, you have to go, oh, well, I have now made enough origami. The market cannot bear my services anymore. And I cannot support the fine, fine cardboard box that I'm living in.
2: This, so, is where
1: I real quick.
0: If it, this is where I become well, an idealist. This is where I become an idealist.
1: I don't want to sidetrack this. I don't want to sidetrack this at all. But So people always say, you know, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. How would you dress for an origami <laughs> job? I, Jesus, I imagine I have a kimono. <laughs>
0: what what else that, would you wear? That has to happen. Um, oh, my has really to, happen. I, am, I am currently in a kimono in sandals. <laughs> I have taken my shoes off By at By the way, door. when people say that shit to me, it
1: takes everything, like every every amount, every molecule in my body wants to punch you in the face when people say, you want to dress for the job that you want, <laughs> this job you have. Like, well, the job I want, so there's two jobs I want. I either want to be a fat, retired white guy on a beach somewhere, so, I, so I'd be wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt, or I want the job where some super wealthy dude can't get it up anymore and pays me to bang his wife. What is that? How do you dress for that, for that job? job? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, don't don't bring me this dumb bullshit. Like I'm supposed to wear a tie to do menial labor because one day I might get promoted to sales manager and make a dollar more an hour. You can go kiss my ass. So that, but uh, but yeah, I just had to know, like, it because you dress for the job you want means, like. If you want to do origami, I just need to know it's, what that outfit looked de- like. It so definitely sorry, I involves the a track. kimono.
2: Uh, so I, it's, it's funny by the way, you you're, if you're, you're would... hyper-wealthy
1: and you have a hot wife, you can reach us It maybe i <laughs> said too much. Doug. If you <laughs> happen so to have, have a fork. Next, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I didn't say do her well. I just said do her.
2: I mean, yeah, this is not going to be like you know. You're not. I'm not planning any flags or anything. This is. So, I saying. don't know. I I go. You know. You talk about that's funny that you mentioned that because you guys see how I dress on you know pretty much shorts and and no sleeves in the. You in call the, that dress? Summer, that, and that you, and no sleeves in the winter. <laughs> and I go into that's what how I dress. I don't care who you are. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I go into meetings with some of the uh, most powerful people in, in, in the industries that I play in and this is what I wear. I don't change that for anybody. So you can dress however the hell you want to. Um, the, uh, <laughs> bad advice. Um, the, uh,
0: <laughs> i just gotta i just Go i, I want to be i want to be Yeah, thank you i i want to be darth vader and it's it's very weird showing up to the wood shop with a giant cape and a mask on people can never hear you it's it doesn't offer any dust protection and so it's it's just the job i want though i would like to be emperor of the universe so just saying <laughs> is that a kimono it job it'd be a kimono job i mean if i was emperor of the universe i'd wear whatever the whatever i want
2: yeah that's the great that's good stuff <laughs> yeah
0: no it's, it's izzy you were going to comment on my <laughs> my my appreciation why somebody should stick at minimum wage
2: no i that's I, that's where i become an idealist and i don't you know um things don't impress me i don't care about your damn house or what kind of car you drive or anything i don't care about that if you have kids and you're taking care of them great You know, if you don't, if you do have kids and you're not taking care of them, I have a problem with you. Um, But that being said, if you're, you know, I tell my kids, I said, I don't, I don't push them to go to college. I, I push them to find something they love and then to figure out how to do it. That's what I push them for. If you tell me if, you know, if you live in a cardboard box your entire life, but you are passionate about your life and the things that you do in your life and what you've done in your life, that gets me hot. That gets me excited. I want to hear about that. I don't care about, you know, so, you know, if for me to, for someone to say, you know, maybe you love being a dog groomer and you're never going to make more than minimum wage doing that. But if you love it enough and that's what you want to do, you figure out how to make it work. I would sacrifice everything I have to do what I love. Fortunately, I don't have to do that because I doing what I love, you know, but I just, I've seen so much misery and so much discontent and i think that's 90 percent of what's wrong with our country is we have so many people just battling for the bigger house and the next car in the you know and that's it's not worth it it's it's just not life is this life that we live is so short find a way to be happy doing what you love
0: yeah i i don't
2: disagree with that at all so that's what i that's my
0: that's my argument and I'm doing a podcast with two guys that are kind of awesome. We don't make a dollar on this and it's something that we'll continue to do whether we had two listeners or, or, or 20,000 and it it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, it might matter to you, but, but it's, it's a thing that I'm passionate about. You have to, there's one thing is you have to, uh,
1: there is a difference between being happy and being fulfilled. Those are two very different things and they have very different outcomes in your lifetime. So Mm. being happy, like being happy and being fulfilled can be very different states of mind. I'd have to take some time to digest
2: that. I I think that they're kind of go hand in hand.
1: They don't because you can be incredibly happy without being fulfilled. There are people that experience all kinds of different bliss and all kinds of that, that don't have fulfilled lives that don't feel a purpose. So you can have one without the other. So there's, there's, and, and the thing is, is, you know, we have just evolved as a species to be, to have a need to feel useful. So you know, it, it don't don't people that focus on trying to be happy, happy. are almost never happy.
2: Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta have to have a purpose. You have to, you have to do something. Yeah, that prisoners can be happy. Um, you know, slaves can be happy.
1: Absolutely,
2: I, I understand that. But those, I mean, we're talking. They about, get all the cigarettes and butt sex they want. About, <laughs> that's no, <laughs> they don't. They get all the butt sex they want. They no longer can smoke in prisons. Um, oh well, I don't want to do that. I don't smoke anyway.
0: Either you know, do I, I, I? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was a butt sex joke. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was good probably one. too under, under. Maybe
2: you like, smoke uh, while no, you're every. Never mind. And I, you know, that those kind of that's that's fleeting happiness. Those are momentary uh, spots of of you know. I don't. That's not true happiness. I mean, I think true happiness is being fulfilled, is being uh, passionate about your life and about what you do. That that to me is because I mean, I, you know, it's just part of it. I mean, that's just part of the path we walk, I think. So I understand what you're saying, but I mean, that's, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's it's like a cheap dime. You know, it's nice to have it for a minute, but it's gone quick. I don't know what you just
1: said. That was probably incredibly profound in your head. It just didn't sound that way when you used words. It wasn't
2: it
0: wasn't that (laughs) profound in my head either like he was kind of you on that one
2: (laughs) like oh man yeah i I, I said you just said that i was like he i said he
1: he just dropped the mic but i don't know what the hell he's talking about
2: i didn't drop the mic it's just you know it's just one of those things that i just
0: i don't know I i no, i understand like you go out you can buy a ferrari and have fun with the ferrari but you can get back to your empty house and maybe you don't have a job that's fulfilling maybe you don't have a family that's fulfilling but you got this great car and that brings you happiness, but you aren't really fulfilled. Like th- there's a, there's a difference yeah. between like having things that make you happy, having, having goals that you accomplish that make you happy. And sometimes, sometimes I, you know, sometimes we our happiness to things that aren't like, I look at like profit margins. I look at, you know, what we're producing. I look at like there, there are times where, you know, I look at the thing and I don't see any sales for the day or whatever's happening. And it really affects my mood. And like, I have to step back from it and go, listen, buddy, this is just today. We we have other things to do. Like there's things where I have to, and then of course we could get on the whole topic of just understanding that you, you do have happiness. You're just not seeing it because again, you haven't stepped back and taken a look at, at what you do have so so it's right i i think this is this actually might be a fantastic standalone podcast well, talking about how i look at
2: mike i look at mike and Mike, well, mike it, you did something on facebook the other day that was fairly profound i mean it was it was amazing that you shared that and i'm not going to get into it but you shared a, please get into you it shared very
1: like i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about you
2: shared an amazing sentiment about your daughter and you know a moment that you, you it was very her, sweet and and you it was the w- it came across amazing it was it was one of the best best paragraphs i've read, read read in years you know it was just an amazing it was put together well the whole it was pictured it was pictured well it was just it was amazing and and it was um it, i think you hit home with a lot of people and that to me is true happiness that's fulfillment that's that's part of it that's why we do what we do man that's that's why we're family men that's why we you know that's why we take care of business is is to reach those moments and those things that are truly fulfilling. Not you know, hey, I got this brand new eighty inch you know big screen TV. I bought one two years ago, and I I, I don't even think I turned the thing on in the last year and a half. You know, but when I bought it, I was happy as hell. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so um, you well, know, it's you, you know, it's you know, you see I, what I'm saying. I almost feel.
1: I almost feel like I have to read what I wrote because people don't know what you're
0: talking about.
2: No, put it (laughs) up there. I think that's something. Maybe we should save that for like the next podcast. Yeah, why
0: don't we do the next podcast just on kind of on on trying to? I'll
2: tell you what. Happiness.
1: I'll share a general thought, and then maybe next episode I'll read it. But it's basically so I was sitting on the couch and I was staring at my daughter, and she's like, you know, Dad, hey, you're you're staring at me. It's a little creepy, And, and it occurs to me that she she's only known me as me. I haven't changed much. She's 13. I haven't changed much in 13 years. I got, you know, a little grayer, you know, the, the, the bags under my eyes are a little bit deeper. I mean, that kind of thing. But for the most part, I'm the same guy that she's seen her entire life. Whereas for her, she used to fit in my hands, you know, and it's, and now I'm sitting there looking at this beautiful young woman who's just feisty. And, you know, she's got, she's opinionated and she's got this, this energy about her. And she just, she's grown into this, this very beautiful, very um, intelligent sort of just, just amazing young woman, you know? And, and, and I just, sometimes I just kind of stare, like I'm just, I just take it in, right? I'm just, I'm sitting there on my couch, we're kind of watching TV, you know, we're in that that thing where we're, we're kind of watching TV, we're not really, we're sort of talking, but we're not really, we're just we're just in this sort of weird moment where nothing's really happening and I'm just sitting there staring at her. And I just it and when I find myself in those moments, I try to stop everything and just take that in because those moments pass very fleetingly and very quickly but you know, she's looking at me and I'm just the guy that, you know, I'm dad, right? I've always been dad. Dad's never changed, but she's, she's been incredible. Every day she's different, you know, from the time we brought her home from the hospital to the first time she walked to the, you know, just everything about her. And, and, and to be somebody who's been able to see that has been an amazing privilege. You know, I mean, it's just been, um, it, it's really hard to describe to people who don't have kids um, you know what it's like to just one minute you look at this you know this young woman who's sitting there and you can see the little baby girl she used to be you can see there's a shadow of that right there in her face but that baby girl is gone you know that time has passed that 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 amount is gone um, you know and, and it's not coming back like that time is, is gone forever but it's not been wasted because you've been a part of this 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 process of her getting older becoming the person that she is. Um, you know, and I just I sit there looking at it, I'm like, this is the, those little moments, that's the stuff. And that's what I mean. There's a big difference between being happy and being fulfilled. And, and it's, it, you know, I, I've got a garage full of tools, a 401k, a decent job, a, you know, good family, all these things, that, you know, new cars, um, basketball court, in the front yard, like all that nonsense. Right. And n- none of that means shit. Life is, this life is a roller coaster. You get off exactly where you got, right where you got on, right. You, you get on the roller coaster. It takes you around this big loop. You had a good time and then they let you off exactly where you, you, you came from nothing. You go to nothing. I mean, it's just, this is how this life is. Right. So you, the, you bought a ticket, you're on the ride. Eventually you're getting off and you're going to be in the exact same place. The day you die is the day you were born. Nowhere, right? So those little moments of being fulfilled along the way, that's where the good stuff is. It's not, you know, I bought a new car, I have a motorcycle, or, you know, I got this tenanting jig or whatever the hell you're into, or, you know, jet skis or a second home or this, that. You can't take that shit with you. When you get off the ride, that stuff is gone, right? So that's when I say there's a big difference between happiness and fulfillment sitting there watching her knowing that I have invested a portion of my life into her and that investment is going to go on well past me, right? Cause she's, she's, she's got what I gave her and she's going to take it and make it her own and, and cultivate that in her own way. Um, and then give that to somebody else who would that be a friend? If she has her own children, if she gets married, if she just has friends, I mean, That influence touches millions of people over the course of time. Um, That is fulfillment. It's not happiness. That you know, there's not that. That is not a moment of happiness. That is a moment of complete awe, and that awe comes from the fulfillment of, I have. I have done something that was worthwhile. I have. My life is not wasted. Because, you know, I didn't sit here being a miserable prick and looking for the worst things in everybody and being negative all the time and being bringing people down around me and, you know, doing all the horse shit that you see that you see in plenty of people. Right. (coughs) No, what I have is and I'm not. And listen, I am not a great human being by any stretch. Like I'm not trying to take credit for things that, that I don't deserve credit for. But but I invest in my friends. I invest in my family. I invest in other people you know i do a podcast i do this radio show we talk to a thousand people every single week like that influence touches people whether it's funny whether it's important whether it's profound whether whatever it might be like that that information gets out there that is fulfilling like that is not happiness those are two completely different thought processes that is that is fulfilling when people reach out to me and go hey man you know, I, I, have been having these feelings about my daughter, like they were just kind of weird and I didn't really understand them. And then I listened to the show where you talked about the relationship you had with your kid and when you, when she was first born and you know how you had these weird feelings and you weren't sure how to, so that's exactly what I'm going through. And, um, you know, or guys are like, Hey man, you talk about being in therapy and, um, you know, I've been dealing with this shit my whole life and I never knew what it was. And I got my first therapy appointment on Monday and I'm gonna go talk to somebody for the first time in my life. That's fulfillment. That's not happiness, and I take fulfillment over happiness a thousand times out of a thousand. I have had. I mean, it's just
2: it. not one single See, person. I still think you're confusing it. I still think fulfillment is happiness.
1: But well, but they're different. I mean, fulfillment is a well, sense of purpose. Different, there's happiness, different kinds of
2: happiness too. I mean, we're not, happiness we is pigeonhole. something.
1: Happiness is a selfish feeling. When you are happy, that you're generally you're happy for selfish reasons. When you are fulfilled, that is a that is a communal property. That that is. That is something that is because you don't feel like you've wasted energy. You know, you see what I'm saying, and that's it's a small distinction, but it's one worth pointing out. And it's a big distinction in terms of the way that you, the the way that you need to build reward systems in your life. Being happy is a selfish instinct. Being fulfilled is something that is much bigger than that. And by the way, you're wired as a human being to look for that and as purpose. Like this is something that going through you know therapy for years and years is you know that the, the that is something that your brain is just built to look for to be fulfilled. I mean that's it's a very different feeling than happiness, and you have to understand that distinction.
2: All right, um, not quite sold yet, but I think we should talk about this more in the next podcast.
0: Upcoming, the podcast about <laughs> happiness, where we're fulfilled talking about it. yes yes
1: well that's the thing is that that that's actually one of the things that it took me a really long time to know the difference between the
2: two and
1: it's well you know it it's worth knowing the difference it really is
2: doing this with you guys is something that i find fulfilling and it makes me happy now I have been very fulfilled by it a couple of times, but I was drunk, and that that one time doesn't count, Mike. So. It's true.
1: Well, now, and and here's the thing: is the, the, there's a reason that you have you say that in two different you know two different sentences? It it is fulfilling and makes me happy. That's exactly my point. Is makes me happy is a selfish instinct. Fulfilling is not, and that fulfillment will take you further. And that's something we 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 should probably explore that in another episode. And I'm happy to do so, but that's. Being, have feeling that, that sense of purpose. And that's why I tell people, if you're depressed, go volunteer. Like, it's the best advice you can give somebody. If you're depressed, you're having problems, go volunteer. Go speak into somebody else. Give your time, give your money, give something. If you don't have money, give your time. Give, give yourself to somebody else. That sense of purpose is going to do more in your life than you can even wrap, than you can possibly wrap your head around. I mean, it's, it, it's, because it's not a selfish instinct. It, you are, you are creating a community. You are built to do that. I mean, it is, it is built into our DNA. It's, it's who we are as a species. And that is a, it is a really big deal to be able to do that for people. There is, a, and, and again, I'll beat the dead horse. There is a big difference between being happy and being fulfilled and being fulfilled will make you a better person and give you a better life. It just absolutely will.
0: All right. And there it is. All right, there it is. <laughs> so, well, I um, yeah. Let's I, again, let's talk about this because I, I think, I think you both have excellent points, and I'd like to hear more. But you know, our time is kind of waning, or waxing,
1: <laughs> or waxing. something.
0: Something. <laughs> something's we, we, happening to our time. I feel like it's slipping away. Time the uh uh, the only thing i will say the only thing i will say is that sometimes things that are fulfilling don't particularly make you happy at the time there's a lot of hard work in getting what you want done like there's a lot of groundwork there's a lot of things that you you know you you don't like paying the car note but you you pay it and you go to work and you do those things because those are the things that help you do what you need to do they help you feel fulfilled they help you make sure your kids get around to whatever they're needing to do you're just taking I would tell care you, of that bamboo seed right that's right The damn bamboo seed and that's 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 kind of those things where an in individual action itself may not be happy but the goal that you've aimed for those things maybe a house maybe a maybe your own job maybe your own business whatever it happens to be um those are all there are pain in the ass things that certainly drain some moment happiness, but aren't you glad you got it done? Because these are all the options that you've now left open for yourself and your family or the people that you're supporting. Um, and it lets you, you know, it gets you the end game, whatever that end game is. So I, I can, I, I Mike, I, I understand. And I, I appreciate your position on that.
1: Thank you. Sure, and honestly, I don't think my position in Izzy's is different. My terminology, <laughs> I think that's about I think it. It's a semantics issue, yeah, is really all it is. So, yeah. I, it's I not, and I, it's I not would like, like to have a position that's in opposition of his,
0: and I and I can appreciate that that there are folks that that hit you up on, you know, Facebook or, or emails, and and they will tell you, say, thank you very much, talking about you know how you deal with therapy and things like that. Not one bastard has uh commiserated with me that they left fruit in their car and i I feel that <laughs> I feel that the the community is is lacking I can't be the only one who's, who's Actually, left like something to, detrimental
1: um and and i and again we, we talked to about a thousand people an episode um roughly given give or take but uh, if you're vaping currently I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important that you send Joel a message and just let him know that you too are vaping because um uh, Joel I don't think Joel feels less than for having for having vaping but oh, yes, he's not I smoking I do and and while and while vaping is very emasculating and every time he reaches for that thing I can actually I can actually feel the estrogen building up in his wrists um while he's holding it, I, it it's much more Pearl important power that he is not in fact smoking. Um, so if, if you're currently vaping, I want you to send Joel a message. You can reach him on Facebook. You can hit him up on our on our <laughs> Facebook page. Just let him know that, that, that you are in solidarity with him, that you are one of those people. I, who I have not had a
0: cigarette in him. three weeks. And it, I, while I have the nicotine to cover those cravings, uh, I, I am I am happy that and I have coral fixation. You have that's you know it yeah, feels that I, need I, for you as well. I, I I no, I I get that as a truck stop. I don't I'm yeah, fine. That's true. you by the way, do you
1: because you, you, you talked about getting watermelon uh flavored vaping. Is,
0: did you <laughs> abandon that after the watermelon incident in the truck? No, no, because I promise you that, that the smell of watermelon is fleeting. Uh it, because everything uh, and this is a good analogy for life, but everything eventually just rots. Uh, you you have a you have a period of time where there is some sweetness, some good vibes, fun smelling stuff. And then it all turns to the shit flavor. So uh, it, that's pretty much that's pretty much how it rolls I- inside of a car, too. The putrid never passes. The, the putrid is <laughs> is ever present. Uh, yes. Uh, given <laughs> given a hot day and maybe two days, I don't drive the truck. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's something to be aware of when you open the door. There's, there's no way around it. I can't wait it's, to do it. It's, it's, the it's, first it's thing gonna I'm going to do is lay down on the back on a, on a nice
1: warm sunny day. <laughs> just take it the... all in.
0: Uh, it's, it's getting better. It's, it's, yeah. I, I feel that I, I, I may just be traumatized from it. My, my wife says so she can't even smile I think she being very nice to me. Yeah. She's uh, just a sweetheart. Yeah. She's just but, very uh, sweet.
1: So do you guys have anything to uh, share? Anybody you want to give shouts out to? Anybody, uh, people out there doing good things you want to bring a spotlight in to? Actually, something?
0: I'll tell you one thing. I've been noticing a number of posts and Instagrams and various various uh, media things where people are sharing where their significant other or children are kind of in the shop with them um, because I follow a lot of you know a lot of woodworkers, a lot of metalworkers, a lot of makers. Uh, and I've been just watching left and right where, you know, people are picking up planes or Sanders or, you know, where it isn't necessarily their wheelhouse. And that's, that's, that's pretty cool because, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, again, it's very rewarding and fulfilling to share. It's very fulfilling.
1: It may not make you happy. Your, your passions
0: with the people that you love. And sometimes, you know, I, Margo has different goals and, and things that make her happy than I do. We have a lot of shared ones. Um, but there are certain things that I I don't, I just don't care about all that much, but it's kind of cool to see the significant others kind of come into the picture and say, Oh yeah, this is, you know, we're, you know, you're building a bed for our child and I I would love to help and, and letting them into that world Mm -hmm. and then hopefully kicking them hell out so you can get some stuff done. (laughs) Yeah. The cuteness
1: factor wears off pretty quickly. Right. Right. (laughs) So but, uh, well, on that note, um, gentlemen, uh, I'll go ahead and just say that, uh, if you have any questions, comments, you want to tell, um, vaping stories, uh, you can hit us up. We are on social media at maybe podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter sphere at maybe podcast. You can hit us up on our website at uh, maybeI've said too much.com, which will be down here soon because Izzy's switching over everything. Um, so for those of you who go to the website to listen to the podcast, what is he in a week or so? You're getting ready to move all that stuff. So maybe a 48
2: hour window or Tuesday.
1: Yeah. So there may be a 48 hour window where that disappears, but it is coming back there. Uh, there is not a problem. We're just switching servers and Izzy's got a new site coming up. So um, a couple of technical things, but uh, outside of that, you can always find us on iTunes Uh, google play and whatever you awful windows phone people listen to and then uh you know we're always uh we're always available online if you have questions so uh hit us up folks we love your feedback and uh all that good stuff that you're supposed to say as a podcast so so uh you guys have a fantastic night and we will catch you on the next episode
2: peace out folks